0: On this episode of the AIE Podcast, group us at DragonCon. Jibber Jabber. Final Fantasy Football.
1: AIE is koop tacular.
2: And we chat with Radozato and Cameo about AIE in the
0: secret world. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast.
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 159, the Die Has Been Podcast, broadcasting from Studio A in beautiful Northern California. This is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. Joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra.
1: Hey, AIE, I think you're amazing.
2: And coming at us from an undisclosed remote secret radio tower out in central Alabama
0: is AccuZod. Greetings. This is AccuZod.
2: So yay, all three hosts are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we almost had a, a Zod and Goma show this week because Eludra was dealing with babies. But, so many babies. <laughs> but, Not uh, her babies.
0: Calm down. <laughs> yeah, well, yes.
2: Yeah, well, sure. And she's very <laughs> thankful for that, I believe. That <laughs> she's very thankful. So Zod, what has been going on with you in the last week?
0: Ooh, I tell you, I've been jumping back into World Warcraft again, working on my monk trying to get his healing gear up. I'm really not good at monk healing, I found. I just can't uh, figure it out. Apparently, you're either supposed to be a fighter who heals, mm-hmm. or a healer who fights, and I'm just, oh, I'm horrible at it. I am so bad at it. Just, it's really rough. Uh, so between that, uh, playing League of Legends, as always, trying to learn Esperanto, which, uh, thanks to Stig pointing me in the right directions from for some cool training lessons, just, and besides, and working like crazy. Yes, Ooh. no, I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> so, Ludra, what have you been up to?
1: Well, I've been, I've been really nailing it with raiding lately, man. Um, my my raid team, Noogie Knights, took down the the Council of Annoying People because there's four of them and they're very annoying. So okay. yeah, we got them down, and it was awesome, and it was absolutely perfect. Like nobody died when we got them down. It was like what? the the yeah, it was absolutely the You're perfect. You're doing something one. wrong then, obviously. <laughs> Clearly, right? They didn't even sacrifice the mage. And so we, it was almost a feeling like, can we reset this to see if we can do it again? Because that was way too perfect. It was like a tank spot video. But then I got to uh, jump in with If Looks Could Kill and take down the Thunder King, which was totally awesome. Nice. And I got, I got a nice piece of loot. I got some new shoes to run around in. And so now I'm like the panda with the awesome shoes. Nice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, so what's really funny is I still remember that when they rebooted Nax because no one saw Nax the first time. It was like three percent or something of the entire populace. When they rebooted Nax, I actually was with the team that did Undying, like level appropriate. Wow. And so, wow. I, That that was hard. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I I couldn't. It's just like getting through an entire raid. Two different days without anybody dying at all during a boss fight it was just like okay. And you're I, sitting there
1: with Hagen biting on your nails, going. Ah! Oh
2: yeah,
3: that. And it literally,
2: we blew out people's ears when we when that achievement hit, and we were all in bed uh-huh. and it was like, oh, we'd never have to do this ever again. We were all so thrilled to just be done with that. But uh, I'm I'm very happy to not be sick anymore. Uh Yay! yeah. The the no, I... lovely anniversary dinner that I had with Mooli turned into a nightmare. Uh <laughs> I, I was Nightmare uh, mode? What's that? Nightmare mode. Uh, yeah, uh, basically, yeah. Uh, so I lost i'm not going to go into details but i lost about eight pounds in about 36 hours and uh turns out you don't want to do that your body really isn't happy
0: with you i've done that
2: not so uh so yeah i um it took me about a week and my stomach is still a little off but i'm taking it easy and uh you know i i'm able to exercise again and stuff so i'm i'm happy to be just back to normal but I was only able to kind of work at half-mast, so I'm now playing catch-up for this entire week of all of the stuff that I intended to do last week, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm...
1: So, so you're gonna record last week's podcast now?
2: Yes. Yes. Yes, Uh, All of that. And I'm hoping to actually be able to play some games this week because I was just too exhausted (laughs) last week to sit down and I did get to play um, on Steam Shadowrun Returns some and that's game is super well written. Like I'm thoroughly impressed that this is a game that was kickstarted and they they came up with a really, really good end product. So I've been thrilled to be playing that. Um, but yeah, other than that, so I think we can bring out our guests here. So this week we're joined by two special guests who are here to talk to us about AIE in the secret world. First up, let's welcome Radozato. How has it been going?
0: Pasha, whatever. Uh, pretty good.
4: (laughs) The podcast only goes to Blase. Uh, I just want to, uh, confirm with everyone that there has been rumors floating about that evidently I have a face. I just want (laughs) to...
1: Yeah, May that's your face everyone, right there. I do not
4: have a face.
1: No, that's your face right there—the the little Asian girl in the game.
5: <laughs> right. that, is, that is actually one of our cyborg master overlords. Mm-hmm. I was under the assumption that he always had a bag over his face. <laughs> Something like that. That would have been funny had you walked around your have... with
2: like a pyramidian symbol. Like, <laughs> it would have been a little more dangerous, I guess, and the panels would have been less interesting, but you know,
1: that's actually, it would have been hilarious. <laughs> I think, and we would have shown them on camera during the podcast then.
2: <laughs> but cool. So, uh, good, good, to, good to see you again. We'll see you. I guess we're kind of seeing you. So, and we also have uh, a, a newcomer to the podcast. Welcome, Cameo. Thank you. How, how have things been going for you? We, we, uh, I have heard that, uh, they tricked you into becoming an officer for the secret world.
5: <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I, I had what no idea what I was you. getting into. What it they was like, you? Hey, cookies, we have candy. We've got anything that you would really? ever want. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, so. Hey, we've all been there. No, that's, um, no, we, no, no, no. We,
1: we've got anything you want as long as you provide it.
5: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, it's. It's something that I've kind of. It, it's nothing's different than what I've been doing for a long time. So, it all it is really is a title, and I can now bring people into the cabal in TSW. So. Great. nothing's any different so
2: great we're well we're thrilled to have people that are willing to do mm-hmm. that
5: because we all know what kind of time and
2: effort commitment it can be so that's uh very very glad to have you on the core So uh, we'll be digging into the secret world shortly but first let's cover this
0: week's news a i e news. Okay, for any AIE slash Tadpool slash Frog Pants people going to Dragon Con this year, including me, Revenar has set up a GroupMe group for everyone. Now, GroupMe is a service that lets you send or receive text messages from everyone else in the group without having to give out your personal phone number. So Ooh. it's kind of secure and very, very simple to use. I signed up today. Thank you, Revenar. And we've been texting back and forth, just testing and playing around. Now, the... Um, the GroupMe information has already been posted to both Facebook, our Facebook group as well as our Extra Life forums in the general yapping section. But we also wanted to share it on the podcast, so the link will be in the show notes. So if you're going to DragonCon, go grab GroupMe and join the group.
1: There was a time in this mythic time where everyone had a WoW signature on the forums. Forums? Wait, forums? Are we talking about the forums again? <laughs> Go to the forums.
4: What's a wow? Go to the
1: forums. <laughs> <laughs> but as everyone knows now, we've branched out into so many games that a single signature just won't cut it. There's a very cool thread in the forums where a few awesome folks are trying to get one generated for all the games. Yes, get one for all the things that AI uses. So go check it out. See if you like it.
2: And honestly, uh, I've seen some of the like icons and Xanar did them. And Xanar has done most of oh. the graphic design stuff. Ooh. And the, the symbol on Aludra's uh, on Aludra's little lower third here, uh, they look awesome. For us not being able to actually use copyrighted material like logos for the games and such, they look they have very, very good representations for what each of the games are. So definitely
5: mm-hmm. check out the
0: forum. It's really cool. You had me at Xenar.
5: Yeah,
1: exactly. Xenar yeah. <laughs> the- did my Eludra's Pets logo. Oh, wow. The, the evil squirrel, yeah. Nice, Yeah, she's nice. awesome.
2: So we tend to mention the Imperium Ludi section a little more often lately, but it looks like Final Fantasy is really gathering a lot of steam. It's very clearly in the expedition phase of GURP Right now, but there's a ton of activity on the forums. People talking about dates for when things will drop. What sort of things are planning on doing at launch? Get your vo- get your votes in, and voice heard as GURP progresses. It's the, there's an entire subsection in the forums now because it's to that stage in GURP, and wow, there is a
0: lot of stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of new games, going to head into the GURP phase. Have you guys seen or heard anything about EverQuest next? I yeah, not yet. And I played both I one and two, seen. so oh. Uh, so EverQuest was my first MMO and is what really got me into the whole genre. And EverQuest Next looks amazing. It is beyond wow. And I don't mean beyond World of Warcraft. I mean just <laughs> mind-blowing wow. Uh, the stuff they're doing, like, for example, you can every single thing in the game is made up of these little things I think called voxels, little pixel-type things. So you, it's designed so you can actually blow up the world around you. So if you're in a fight with a boss, he's shooting out these fireballs or explosions. You, you and them are actually going to blow up the ground around you. And you can actually drop through the floor into a secret cavern or blow through walls. The entire world wow. is destructible. And uh, well, they're actually they're actually coming out with a pre-game called EverQuest Next. I forgot the name, darn it. Where you actually can build worlds. And they'll have in contests where they say, "Okay, we need a we need a temple over here for the dwarves," and they'll put it out there, and people will use this tool to build temples, and the best one will actually get put into the game. So it's they really really stepped up. They've really jumped ahead. Of where they so used in other to words, they're amazing. Minecrafting the MMO. They they, they kind of are. Yeah, <laughs> they actually mentioned that there, there's a video a presentation they give. I saw on Twitch TV, and they actually did mention that when you're building a world, it looks like this. And they have little Minecraft blocks, and I say, yeah, but when we build it, it looks like this. And the tools change, you actually can see them deform and age things. It's really cool. Yeah. So I'm excited I, about EverQuest Next. I,
2: I, I'm what I'm kind of looking forward to, and I hope more companies start doing this, and what The Secret World did. I love the buy-once model. I, mm-hmm. I'm completely willing to, sh- to, to, shell out 60 or 70 bucks for a game and not have to worry about a subscription because in that case, even if there's an expansion down the road and I have to pay, you know, 10 or $15 for it, or, you know, up to 30 a year mm-hmm. later, I don't mind that as much, but I feel super guilty if I'm, if I have a game and I'm not playing it like Eve right now, I have not had time to go in and play and I'm paying for it. And that, yeah. it makes me feel super guilty. Yeah. So I really hope more games start moving towards... Uh, I have hopes that Wildstar is going to because they're, I think, the same people that did Guild Wars 2. so And that's the model that they're following. So I'm hoping more games will come out with this pay model because I, I'm completely willing to pay for the game. I just don't want to pay a monthly subscription.
4: So I I hope we get to that point. (laughs) But the monthly subscription can give you perks depending on the model.
2: But but it it being optional optional. is completely fine. Like if optional
4: is the best part. If
2: I'm obsessed with the game and I want the shinies, I will pay for the shinies. But if it's like I just want to be able to say, oh, it's been two months and I haven't played this game. I'm going to launch it up and I can't and I can do that. That's
0: that's what I'm looking for. That's me and League of Legends, definitely. I can't tell you how much money I've spent on that free game. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Zah has all of the shinies. I'm buying all the champions, all the skins, just having a blast. And happy to. Happy to pay it. (laughs) Um, Okay, moving on. Don't forget, everybody, we've got Greenwall in real life. You can chat with other AIE members even when you're not in-game, by using our Jabber server. Now, Jabber is a text chat system that works with a large number of chat clients, so you can find any client you like, point it to our Jabber server, and chat the day away. The information you need to point to our Jabber server is in the forums, or you can even use the Jabber web client that's on the front page of the AIE website at aie-guild.org.
1: Yeah, and it's really nice, because I like to chat my day away. I really do. (laughs) And, And
2: you can also join our chat room. I believe Radozado mm-hmm. said he is here through Jabber to the chat yeah. channel. So it's really useful. It's not that hard to set up. There's a pretty good step-by-step guide in the forum. So
4: join the fun. Join the fun. Totally. Oh, and I'd like to reassure people on Jabber. The Illuminati is not tracking what you're posting in there. I can't say the same for the dragon, however. <laughs> I oh, highly doubt that. Wow. It's all
5: coming from Ooh. the Illuminati. It's all the Illuminati.
0: Man.
2: I, I knew that yeah.
1: one. Faction Wars, here on the awesome. AIE podcast. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Greenwall, even though we were just talking about Faction Wars, you coders in the community may be interested to know that the WoW Greenwall add-on has been posted to GitHub, along with other AIE-developed software. If you have some free time and wish to lend your coding skills to the guild, check out our GitHub, where you will find a link to Stig's email address and get invited to the
0: party. That's well, not really his his personal email address. It's just the general admin account, just to be sure. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I know he's got a lot of fans out there who will jump on <laughs> the chickens to get his address. Stig, hey, can you make this for Do me? Why'd
1: you Stig? write it like that?
0: <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Time. Stig's personal email address.
2: You can bother yes. him anytime you want. Sorry, Stig.
1: Here's Uh, a
0: cell phone number.
2: (laughs) So, most AIE members are into fantasy games, and we've discovered that fantasy football is no exception. It looks like the Frog Pants Fantasy Football... Wow, that's a mouthful. Frog Pants (laughs) Fantasy Football League has filled up, but... uh, I believe is how it's pronounced from AIE World of Warcraft is looking to see if there's any interest in starting an AIE fantasy football league. If you're up for it, respond to his post in the forums. There's no money involved, so you can play without losing anything but your pride and, you know, your team colors, uh, unless you can pick a good team, in which case, you know, you can be top of the pops.
0: All right, we want to give a big shout-out to the AIE World of Warcraft crew for their amazing Coop run last week during the AIE Summer of Love event. They took over the Alliance Pandarian City Shrine of the Seven Stars, which I Mm -hmm. think is a first for our server. I've never heard of anybody else taking over the other city. Uh, big thanks to Alakaz and the rest of the Coop leadership for holding that event. Now, Alakaz has promised another Coop run coming up soon. If you'd like to let him know that you're interested, you can reach him on Twitter at Alakaz. That's at A-L-A-C-H-A-A-S. Let him know you heard it from us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he has definitely been like the longest standing Coop leader, has he not?
1: Besides Link Ferris. Yeah.
2: But I mean, I think, I think that any more... I think Alakaz has done more events. Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, he's definitely. so kudos, Alakaz. Like that's that. I know that's that is literally hurting cats. It is it okay. Really is tough. 120 people. We need to come I've, up for I've, this section of the room. Cats. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for you, Harry Toad AI ears. Are we taking surveys now? <laughs> no, <laughs> we didn't we're get not. a chance. <laughs> we didn't get a chance to partake in the Lord of the Rings Online Summer Festival, Tri- Tribune, Tribune. What is it?
5: Tribune? Tribune, A?
1: Tribu- Tribune A has Tribune A. extended the <laughs> event to run through this weekend. <laughs> it's so it's not mistake. too late. Is it? I think it's Turbine too. That's why I'm. Confused.
0: Turbine. Oh, that's that's my fault. Sorry. Hold on. It's a Tribune. That's Rewind. a guy, yeah. that's a metadata
2: provider for our program exactly, guide data for TiVo. Yeah. So I <laughs>
0: start edit here.
1: Turbine, who is the real company, has extended the event to run through this weekend, so it's not too late for you to jump in and get all those goodies you want before the festival shuts down for the year.
0: I just have to say, this is what happens when Aludra doesn't do the show notes. I had wait. Like, <laughs> She had babies. Too many babies.
1: Okay. Yeah. (laughs)
2: So, breaking news. Uh, Well, it's not really breaking, but it was just added to the show notes, so we're calling it breaking news. So, Revenar did make a Remembrance Day video that they made as part of the celebration that we had. Uh, so it is, uh, it's on Twitch TV. I'm not going to say the URL cause it's a huge string of numbers, but it will be posted in the show notes. It is also up, I believe on the AIE forums. So if you look for the remembrance day event, uh, that will have information there. So, uh, check that out. It's I'm sure it's, I, I will check it out as soon as the show is done here, but they, I literally got the URL like two minutes before we started going here. So with that, yeah. uh, we want to welcome uh, the two of you to talk to us about the secret world. What has been going on?
4: Well, Issue 7 is here. The anniversary event has come and gone. Uh, issue 8 is somewhat close on the horizon. It's speculation abounds about where, when about exactly it's going to come in. But it seems to be soon. Um, issue 9 really can't come soon enough. We've been waiting for this forever because it's, it's Tokyo. Oh! Tokyo! And, uh, pretty much... It's just waiting to find out, you know, even more stuff about possible what's going to happen in issue 10.
2: I do have a question regarding. So I know the issues are coming out kind of furiously like they're they I'm Uh, I'm impressed with the amount of uh, with the amount of stuff that they're coming out. But uh, what of these? So I have purchased the base game. How many issues does that include up through? And then, add, do you like pay a little more and you get a couple more issues, or how exactly does that
4: does that work?
5: Rado, do you um, want to take this?
4: As... Sure. As far as
5: oh, you oh, okay? <laughs> I'll, I'll take this. Um, if you bought the game before the December thirty first of two thousand twelve, you get everything up to issue five. Okay. And um, that means. All of the endgame content. I mean, the the raid, um, it, it, every dungeon, every every mission in the game. And then the way they structured it is that after the issues come out, there's a set amount of a uh, of missions, and it's it's one storyline. And I mean, don't get me wrong, this storyline is very extensive, and it takes if you don't if you don't get any hints or anything like that throughout that storyline, it could take you 8-10 to hours of strict game time to finish, to figure out without getting any hints but
1: that doesn't include shopping and dancing in town (laughs) which is very important to do it it, it definitely is because I have a title called The Awesome and I have a crown (laughs) and I have a great jacket, so yeah all this is really important to gameplay
4: it it definitely is
1: what was that, Retta?
4: Maybe I don't know. Uh, do, you have the new, do you have the new werewolf?
1: No, I don't have the new werewolf because I do not have the new wow pet. So,
2: so but yeah. so, how much do each of the uh, each of the issues cost? Is it like a ten dollar thing, or is it?
5: It it depends. Um, if you're a subscriber, which you get fifteen, you pay fifteen dollars a month to be a subscriber. Well, you get those fifteen dollars back in in uh, Funcom points, and you can go in to the item store and buy these. You can buy the uh, the issues for um, a discounted price because you are a member. So realistically, they they put it out there for ten bucks. We get it for about eight. So, and then oh. you have extra monies. Yes.
2: Okay so, if, okay. so if you're actually a subscriber, you're actually gaining additional in-game current or not in-game currency. It's probably the special currency, I would assume, the Funcom well, points or whatever.
5: Right. So, I mean, if you were to go on to, to Funcom's website and buy $15 worth of points, you would get $15 worth of points. But if you are a, a subscribing member, which comes out of your your bank account, you know, at that specific time you bought the original um, subscription every month so if you buy it on the 15th it comes out on the 15th every month but you get your $15 worth of points and then everything in the item store is discounted by 10 percent and this goes on even further if you go and buy the Grandmaster pack and the Grandmaster pack is it's pricey at two hundred dollars, but you never have to pay for anything ever again, <laughs> and you get you get twenty percent off of all your purchases. So instead, oh, and wow. you get basically a
2: monthly allowance as well. Of so, here's cool right. stuff that you and can buy. Okay.
5: Well, and it's double. It's double the points. Oh so wow! So instead of <laughs> instead of fifteen or instead of 1500 points you get 3000 or or whatever so it exactly a, is so, so it's like a then
1: lifetime sub
5: it exactly. is a lifetime sub yeah so but then you get 20% off so for uh, an issue to come out that's normally $10 you get 20% off of that so now it's 8 bucks instead of 9 okay so okay. and and realistically it's when you get you know $30 worth of stuff a month you could Buy everything they release in the item store pretty much every month, and and be okay right. to buy. I need to pre-
0: break out a spreadsheet at this point. <laughs>
2: but okay, <laughs> that's so
5: but to reask how, how the question,
1: <laughs> <for> I, <laughs>
2: let's say I don't have a sub. How the the issues you say come out? It's every other month, or is it every? couple, like, a, once a quarter or something. They
4: come out as soon as they're done. They're trying to get them out as soon as possible whenever it's um, completed. They're, they don't take as long as, like, Blizzard has been notorious to be known, where it's like, when it's done. But it's like Oh, yeah. They are pushed because, again, this is a buy-to-play game. If they want more revenue, they need to be generating content so that we will mm-hmm. buy it. Um, so the base game gets you all the content up through issue four. Oh, four? Issue, okay. Yes. Issue five, at least the quest parts to it, uh, you have to buy that separately. Uh, as, same with six and seven. Um, as far as um, auxiliary weapons and additional content, uh, the base game gives you access to the uh, first three uh, uh categories of auxiliary weapons which is a additional thing off to the side right which is the rocket launcher the chainsaw and the flamethrower flamethrower no throw. flamethrower no, flame is not included that's the most newest thing oh okay um, uh, quantum brace. quantum brace oh okay yeah yeah so we're it's... not
1: gonna remember that but we're all gonna remember yeah. flamethrower <laughs> totally. <I> mean...
4: absolutely <laughs> flamethrower th- flame is totally well We'll get into that later once we're talking about seven. But so, it, so to, so it's ten bucks then for the issues. Yeah, ten bucks per issue. Okay. Do you have to buy them in order? No. No, you, you don't. So you can just buy you know. the
1: latest one, and then maybe if you want to go back and check out the content at a later date, you can.
4: Correct. Right. Okay. okay. Right it's kind and. Of a- Issue 6 gives you access to um, one extra auxiliary weapon. Issue 7 gives you a second additional auxiliary weapon on top of the three you get normally.
1: Neat. Okay, now, now, dorky question here. But if, let's say I buy, I spend the 200 bucks, and then I forget to log in for three months because, you know, life's crazy. Do all those uh, old points expire, or do they just keep accumulating in my account, or do I have to log in just to get them, or how does that work? Anybody Um, know?
4: Some things that I recall reading, I'd have to go bring it up, but from what I re- I know, one thing's for sure, if you have points that are unspent, like the the time ticker for when it was applied, mm-hmm. if it sits for six months, then oh. it automatically falls off. Like, whatever was applied six months ago, if you mm-hmm. don't use it after six months, it, that portion drops off. Okay, but... But the um, thing is,
5: if you had that many points, you wouldn't worry about one month's worth of points. You know what I'm yeah.
1: saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so you don't have to like log in to grab them every day or every no, month, but you do have not. to spend them. I'm not them.
4: sure on that. I think they auto apply, but I'm not sure okay. if you have to have a minimum login to have it apply. But well, you the can. The forums so do, it, do. The the Secret World forums do go into that in the billing section. Okay, that, great. It, that is one of the big questions there for people.
1: Well, yeah, I way. mean, I was curious, so I I'm imagine other people have figured, have wondered before me.
5: <laughs> the, from what I understand is that you get a certain amount of points a month. And, I mean, I'm not currently a Grandmaster, so I can't speak from experience, but um, these points, if you do not spend them expire after six months, and it's just one month at a time, so you can only carry over six months. So if you get in when a new issue comes on and you buy that issue, you have that issue forever, but you, if you don't spend the upcoming month's points and you haven't spent enough, then you will lose an allotted amount, if that makes You're in the sense. Illuminati, aren't you? No. No. no, no, no. <laughs> oh, oh, oh bite your
2: tongue, God. sir. Oh, Served oh, like a mis-informa- do not, misinformation here. Do not see the dragon logo behind him on his monitor? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> see that. Total chaos. Total
5: chaos.
6: So okay, that's so,
2: what
5: it is. They're
0: sorry, trying to do a mess up the Illuminati yeah.
2: misinformation. So sorry to, sorry to derail for huge conversation. You guys had a, a no, bunch no. of stuff you wanted to get to, but I just wanted people to be aware of. So you get issues one through five, and trust me, it's a lot of content. You it are not so going to blow through that. Like, I, I played for quite a long time on issue one through five, and I'm still not done with all the content. So yeah. do not worry about that. <laughs>
5: I've been playing for a year and I still haven't got through all the content. So <laughs> I mean, people my
4: honest recommendation for a brand new person is just buy the core game. Once you complete the main story quests and you'll know when it's done, that's when you'll want to consider buying the additional content. So the other stuff can literally can wait because you will not be mm-hmm. able to access the the later stuff till that point.
1: That is so cool though.
4: And it's not expensive. It goes on sale all the time
2: on Steam. So yeah.
1: definitely too bad. Too bad watch bad Steam. the individual packages don't. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it also goes on sale on Amazon too and um, other, other outlets as well. So even yep, if they don't, Steam, they don't want Steam. A lot of stuff.
5: Mm-hmm. All right. So now, um, recently, Joe Bylos. I know we've mentioned him on the, the show before, but uh, we just got our... Um, Our recent monthly update from him um, and he explained more in depth of uh, how the scenarios and stuff worked. Um, Before that, um, we got our our anniversary event and that was kind of part of his initial, okay, this is our issue 8 stuff and this is how it's going to go, but we're just giving you hints. And then this is how the anniversary event's going to go. So, what the anniversary event was was um, we got the uh, the indication that Gaia itself, which is kind of the life force, you know, um, Mother Earth, the stuff Earth like spirit, that. yes, right, the Earth spirit. Okay, she's she's starting to attack herself. So she sent. These guardians to Gaia to to protect herself, and come to find out, we have to protect her from these guardians because they started attacking the bee people. Which, if you play the Secret World, you become the bee people. You know, which means that the bees that inhabit the earth they come and and they help you out. So and they infuse you with anima and whatnot. So what we got um, but from the bees the anniversary are going event, away. Well, see, that's that's why because that, that's why because the bees are all coming to the to the bee people to help them save Gaia, and that's why ah. you don't see so many bees because they're out helping Gaia. So, what we got was the guardians of Gaia, and each zone in the secret world, which there's um, there's eight total, but they released nine guardians, and. Um they they released one in each zone, uh being Kingsmith, Savage Coast, so on and so forth, and then they uh they released one in the PvP battlegrounds. And this in game this kind of brought up a lot of uh animosity, I guess, you know, people were complaining about it because, you know, PvPers uh, versus PvEers, you know, it was kind of a cross type of thing, but um, in the end, what, what we had to do was fight these Guardians, and they had a bucket of health. I mean, it took multiple tanks, multiple healers, and I'm talking 200 plus DPS.
4: Jeez. Wow! Actually, One, and, one correction uh, on your numbers there, it only took one tank if Camiel was the tank.
5: Oh, okay. And well, I was oh. the <laughs> And that's because wow. he died. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, each each guardian had a different tactic and different mechanics, of course. You know, so mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it took a while to get to know it, but it it was a bunch of fun. And come to find out, they're going to do this again, and it's not going to be the the first event we had for um, the the end of days event. It kind of was a di- it wasn't a disaster, but it wasn't. Very well organized, and that's where I'm going to lead into my part about the community. Um, most of the people there, there was a few people I, I don't know if I really want to say names because I haven't asked them personally because they're not in AIE, but um, there was a few people that organized a chat channel, and you could, what what happened when they spawned these. Um, these guardians is the gatekeeper would would spawn at the Agartha portal for the certain zones and he would walk a long path I mean I'm talking sometimes for the shorter ones 15 minutes the other ones an hour you had to follow him and the gatekeeper is the guy that that lets you into the the nightmare modes which are like hard modes for for World of Warcraft Um, and they you would have to follow him and then he would spawn a Guardian and he was protecting Gaia and then you you would fight the Guardian and it was epic so what people were doing because we don't have a a specific I mean we had a, a specific chat channel set up so that somebody would say hey um, the gatekeeper is in Savage Coast everybody meet up on me let's take this guy down and it was all set up by a couple people, and it went great. So Funcom learned from that experience, and um, they said further on, we're gonna we're gonna build on that. And they awarded those people um, special in-game items because they were awesome. So oh nice. And yeah, and the uh, the rewards you would get from these bosses is far superior than even if you were to do nightmare modes. You would kill one guy, and you might get. Um, I'm
1: sorry. The deer, the deer moose thing on Rado's <laughs> screen is really distracting. I'm focus sorry. Aludra, I'm focus, I'm listening, but it's like I'm a deer. I'm a moose. Either way, I have a hood. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but uh, the the rewards you got from these guys was substantial for the time that you put into them, and you had a, a chance to get a rare pet. And coming to find out, these rare pets summon some something special that you would have to go to the forums for to check out.
1: Yes! So. Go to the forums!
5: Forums, people. Forums. So, now we'll move on to... Uh, Radozado?
4: Nah. Alright. Um, <laughs> issue 8 in the most recent State of the Game newsletter that Joel Bilos puts out Uh, He gave a little bit of extra information about what's going to happen next, but it wasn't too terribly much, which me personally it leads me to believe that it's at least one more month minimum before issue 8 even shows up. However, there are some in-game things going on that are kind of dynamic that's moving things along. So I think it's soon, just not as soon as everyone wants. Everyone kind of wants it now. But, well, um, of course, I mean, that's he released some additional information about the, um, the, uh, the, 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 um, the, the scenarios and the augment system, uh, primarily with the scenarios, he, he said some language that leads me to believe that instead of last time when I was on the show, and I explained that um, the scenarios would be something live and dynamic when you're out there. Um, It seems like instead we meet at a central hub area in Venice uh, because we'll be working with the Venetians there. Uh, We'll meet at the central place in Venice and instead we'll be queuing up for a scenario instanced version of whatever that is. So instead of actually going out to Kingsmouth for the example zombie um, survive all night thing, you go to Venice, you queue up for the instance it pops you to an instance of just that area partly I'm assuming it's because they're pretty much leaning towards that they don't want other people being random jack wagons of you know and interfering with a scenario and making it fail or having too many people show up and forcing a success when it's you know going beyond the the intentions of the the the, the setup so it, it's looking like it'll be a separate instance thing that, y- that you can either solo or there might be there, – there seems to be that there will also be multiple multiplayer versions of it. So, again, we're waiting for more concrete information, but he's given some language that seems to imply this without saying this is it exactly because they're probably still working on all the particulars about it. Um, another thing that also came out that's a little more concrete is there is a maximum cap on how, much, how many ability points and skill points known as AP and SP in the game. Um, every time you're, you gain enough experience points that you reach a certain marker on your bar, you will gain um, one ability point. But once you completely fill the, the bar across your screen, not only do you get the ability point for reaching the, the end mark there, you also get a skill point. Skill points are used for unlocking the abilities to use better weapons, uh, both auxiliary and standard, as well as um, unlocking the special um, um, ancillary um, automatic abilities tied to them. So, for example, swords making it so that when you um, make an attack glance on you, it's more effective. When blocks are happening with hammers, they're more effective. When you're healing with your assault rifle, it's more effective, and things like that. Um, AP, um, Ability Points, is used for unlocking the actual abilities that are on your hotbar. So, you know, the, the, um, the swinging of your hammer, the, um, the using of the blood magic, and things like that. Well, it looks like the Augment System, well, for one, he has also said that there is going to be a crafting element involved. With this. So we have to get something, open up the crafting window, and um, from there be able to build something with it. Um, however, he also mentioned that the costs for doing this is going to be in the hundreds of um, ability points and possibly skill points. So the wow. max, wow,
7: 175,
4: and for people who are at the end game. Getting 175 is, like, a day's worth of effort. Well, Well, I I was going to say, because
2: I'm looking at your screen, and it's paining me that you have, like, a hundred and... I think it's 15. I can barely read the font from looking at your screen. 175.
7: Oh, yeah, it's 175.
2: Okay, so you have to have yeah. 175 points just sitting around. I, like, I,
4: I don't think I ever really. had that many. <laughs>
2: yeah, oh, my god!
4: Like, running around in Transylvania, you'll easily reach that cap quickly. Yeah, I so totally... That's where weak. I want
2: to get. Maybe this weekend yeah. we will reinstall the secret role, because, man, werewolves and kilts. How can you not want Dude, to go and <laughs> Dude,
1: you don't admit you uninstalled it. No! No, well, yeah, I, I haven't
2: is. reinstalled it, because I had to reinstall my machine. Oh, well, So right. I haven't, like, yeah. actually... You don't
5: reinstall and you, it that's yet. That's how
1: you ducked out of the Steam sale is because it wasn't on the machine. Haven't your installed machines. Steam yet. Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> the best you're, way, you're the
1: champion, man.
5: The best way to gain AP and SP in the game, honestly, if you if you're a subscriber, it's going to be more because you get a an XP milkshake that you can use for one hour a day. So it's kind of like rested XP. So, what flavor? of course, that, uh, delicious. Last time it, was, it was Oreo. Oreo honey is oh, what it was. So, nice. oh, so and then, but if you use that combined combined with any of the other AP boosts, um, you can run uh, the quarry, which is in Blue Mountains, which you really could be QL four or five and get in there and be okay. But you can honestly, if you run. The, the XP milkshake and an A P boost, you can get about a hundred AP per run and in an experienced run it only takes about five minutes. Oh, so people geez. run these Yeah, so people <laughs> run these for two hours <laughs> And get three four hundred AP, and it's wow. not kind of in
4: yeah. Gartha the central hub area. There's always posts, like every single afternoon and throughout the day, of people saying, "Hey, I'm looking for more for a quarry run," and it's people trying to just cap out their characters. Do they mine yep. for fish? You could, <laughs> if you really wanted. <laughs> But wow! Oh, I'm okay,
2: for fish. so that—that's. a am <laughs> glad to hear that once you hit end game, there are things you can do to accumulate them. Because it never seemed like I had enough. Because I remember that I was using uh, assault rifle and blood. Where the accommodation I was using, and I never had enough points. It's like, oh, I need to get fifty. There's no way I'm gonna get fifty. Like, so I'm gl- yeah. very glad to hear that once you hit M game, you for a couple, you know, a half hour, forty five minutes of effort, you can accumulate a ton of points. Which it sounds like you're gonna need for this new stuff that they're gonna be coming out with.
5: Right, okay. and the the thing is, you can always go back and redo some of the stuff. I mean, it might sound right. boring, but you can because you're you're geared better than you were when you did it. You have more abilities. It's going to take a fraction of the time than it did than when you originally did it. You know what I mean? And you it, it, it's literally minutes, you know. So right. it, I mean, if you want to add more points, ability points or or change to a completely different build, you're talking a couple hours compared to a week of what it originally took.
1: Wow. So,
5: yeah. Because, you, like I said, you're in better gear and stuff. So, so okay. on to, um, I know uh, Rado um, explained a little bit about the uh, the scenarios and stuff we're getting in Issue 8. Um, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit more. Um, Joel Bylos came out and said that, that Issue 8 is coming from the Council of Venice. So we know that the scenarios are going to be um, instance things. Okay, the, the thing that I wanted to touch on is that they will release one scenario for everybody regardless if you're a subscriber or not, regardless if you want to pay for it. So it's not a thing that you have, it's not a, a, a pay to win type of thing. So everybody will have a chance to get these and but then there's going to be more that you can purchase in the item store just like any other issue. So, um, if people want to spend the the normal $10, they're going to get probably everything. If you want to spend $5, you might get half of them. And the other great thing is if you want to form a group, these, from what I understand, these scenarios will change for a group effort just like in uh lotro where you go into an instance and you can do it solo but then when you go in as a group it, it scales up from what i understand that i've read on the forums so take that so as it
2: scales it that's 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 cool that's i mean right, more, more games i think are starting to do that because they realize you can't always find x amount of people to play with so, right. like, Blizzard did the LFR thing, and a bunch of, like, I think Rift is doing the, oh, you can do this as one person, you can do it as four people, you can do it as ten people, and it will scale based on that. So I'm glad to hear that a lot yeah. of other companies are
4: taking that. Oh, it's such a, it's a smart practice that a lot of companies are picking up on. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it gives them more of a, an aspect to say, hey, you can do this as a group or a solo, and some people like doing group stuff, some people hate doing group stuff and they will only do it solo, and I mean, being a, a, an MMO and people take from it what they may, you know, whatever your experience is, they're trying to cater to it, so. Um, the other thing, um, well, Rado did a pretty good job about the uh, the augment system. Um,
4: uh, do you want to go over because this one part got kind of skipped on what we meant to go over? Do you want to go over uh, quick, just like a quick rundown about the the new episodes that were talked about last time Secret World was on here? A little, like a little more of the. Here's the rough story progression of what happens in issue seven.
5: Yeah, yeah, I can do that. So, in issue seven, we got we finally got an issue that was released in um, Transylvania. So, when you get into Transylvania, you you meet up with somebody and they say, "Hey, something's going on with the werewolves, you know, and and we we need you to investigate this because it's upsetting the the um, the the local tribes and and it's we really need to figure this out." So you go and you start investigating the werewolves and why they're acting acting weird. So then you come across a kind of a, a mutated monster that we have never seen before. So I, and he's bad. And you start killing him, and you know his health regenerates, and you know it's like ah, you know, and and then finally somebody the the vampire hunter comes in with the flamethrower, and he kills this monstrosity with the flamethrower, and and then he after he kills it, the the monster turns into something, and you're like oh no, I mean I don't you know spoilers and. Uh. So, he turns into something and you're, I mean, it breaks your heart. And you're like, oh, what am I going to do? So, he gives you the flamethrower. Okay, well, being a a person of the bees and of Gaia, the flamethrower is just a flamethrower to you. I mean, yeah, I can catch stuff on fire, but it can't do these amazing things that my blade and my AR can do. So, you kind of set it aside. So, then... You start investigating more, and c- come to find out that the Orochi are behind the entire oh, thing. No. The red
4: shirts so, of the setting. <laughs> exactly.
5: So the Orochi again. So you start going to their their camps, and you start looking around their camps, and they're all dead. Wow. I mean, that's nothing new. <laughs> you know, the Orochi are always dead. They're
2: kind so, of incompetent. It turns out.
4: Uh, well, you know, <laughs> they're always sending good... low-level grunts. That's kind of the the issue. We don't get to interact with the higher up ups pe- the higher up people often.
0: I so, still like, can't get my head around the idea that the werewolves are acting funny.
4: Hmm, the werewolves are acting
0: funny. Well, they were. They're they were... werewolves. They act funny. It's what they do.
5: Well, the the the. Thing in Transylvania is that you have werewolves and vampires, you know. So when the werewolves start doing something weird, it's like, what's upsetting the werewolves? You know, I mean, yeah, they come and kill us normally, but now they're coming and killing us in packs, you know. So
0: I'm imagining, oh, they're wearing three-piece suits and carrying briefcases. <laughs> yeah.
5: <something like> that. <laughs> well, have got so,
1: monocles and top hats.
5: <laughs> and we, yeah, they do have those. So, so. We we start investigating the Orochi further. We find their hidden lair, and they've got um, they've got vampires locked up, and they've got werewolves locked up, and they have. Wait
1: wait wait! A vampire versus werewolf war? Oh, uh, that is so new.
5: Well, it's not it's <laughs> not really vampires versus werewolves. It's they they team up, you know, the the vampires and werewolves do. So I mean, yeah, it's kind of, you know. But it's not because mm-hmm. the the lore of this game is not mainstream at all, you know. So, I mean, they it, might throw in hidden elements, but it's not like, hey, that just came from a movie I seen last week.
2: You know what I mean? No, the, it, it's very much of it, it takes it definitely takes from pop culture, but it takes pop culture and twists it like 90 degrees and then gives it back to you. So it was mm-hmm. very, very entertaining in that regard. I thought, just in general, that's kind of the way the lore is presented in the
5: game. Absolutely, I mean, it's it's more like what vampires and werewolves were a hundred years ago in our pop culture. N- not, mean, like- not what
2: they were in Twilight ladies and gentlemen no, from, not, the, not from the chat room I mean, webinar talking,
5: yeah <laughs> no. we're we're so talking like hp lovecraft you know, like, yeah. you know, 1900s early 1900s so i mean it's they don't look anything like that i mean the, the werewolves actually look like wolves you know the vampires they wear they wear suits to where the 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 sun won't burn them you know type of thing so
1: no bikinis what I'm yeah kidding. yeah their their
5: their skin doesn't sparkle like diamonds no. you know so, uh. no, no 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 nothing like that i mean it's that's that's what actually brought me you know into this even further than i did when i first started this game is it's like mm-hmm. hey wait a minute this isn't like pop culture but it it plays up on things. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's totally different than you would expect because it's, it's what your childhood memories were of specific monsters, you know? Yes. And that's, that's kind of where they
1: were monsters and
5: exactly not glamorous, you know? (laughs) So, So, but anyways, we move on to, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah.
2: No, it's just, uh, we're, we're running a little short on time here. So I don't know if you guys wanted to go into the issue nine and 10 stuff at this point so we can make sure and uh, get that information out there. Well, the little that we know anyway.
1: Nah, let's yeah. talk about the current stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, <clears throat> there's not too much more we have on that, so I'll just briefly go into that and we can hop right back to what Cameo was going over. Okay. Um, issue 9 is, is the long-awaited Tokyo. It was in the initial release of the game that was supposed to be part of the opening release, but it's been the on-the-horizon release going on. We know that there's supposed to be about two zones um, One, and it seems like there's only going to be one dungeon instead of the one dungeon for every zone like what's been going on so far. Uh, the dungeon area seems to be a little more than just your standard issue. There's supposed to be a little more other things going on, but it seems to be Orochi Tower, which is the headquarters of the corporation. Oh, um, no. Orochi Corp. Yeah, they have a
5: tower. <laughs> I mean, really?
4: So, I'm sure um, this is going to be a well-man thing. Anyone who has played the beginning of this game, um, when they're doing the, the combat tutorial on the subway, that happens in the subway underneath Orochi tower. Oh, Ooh. Okay, so that that's Joel an interesting has, wrinkle. That's that's really cool. Yeah, so we get to go right back to that scene. Um, Joel has said that issue ten, and this is what he brought up. You know that this there is plans for this. That issue ten is going to be after uh, Tokyo, and um, it's a mystery place. However, some things that I've that I've been speculating on based off of information from issue five, the vanishing of Tyler Freeborn. There's at least two places. I think it's going to be based off of information that Orochi has been writing down about what they're investigating. And I believe we might be ending up either in Africa or Scotland next.
2: Ooh. So those, I, that I, that's awesome that that's, it's speculated or you're speculating. Those are two really different places. So yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that's,
6: yeah.
4: what but in the lore they, is sort of there because someone runs off and, di- and vanishes in Scotland and then there's some peculiar events going on in Africa so that's why it's oh
2: sort of, I I, right. I'm more tempted to say it would probably be something like Scotland because I mean technically we've already done Egypt
4: so mm-hmm. they've already sort of covered that. Region of a the little world. bit
1: of Africa, if, but if not it all
4: Scotland, of it. It'd be a return back to a villain who appeared during the Halloween event. So that's Ooh. pretty much all we know right now. So okay. I'll, we're gonna hop this right back to cameo for a quick um, run through of the remainder of the issue seven story.
5: Okay. Cool. So pretty much, um, you come to find out that the Orochi are doing experiments, and you kind of have you you start to uncover them, and you you find out a lot of unanswered questions that you had throughout the entire game and I mean by far this issue has been the most dramatic and I mean it it kept you on the edge of your seat for for every minute you did it You know, I mean issues issue 5 was great because it brought in a new aspect of of um of fear and of this um, this concept of a, a different reality because it was a dream state. And then um, issue six brought on, you know, real world stuff, but it was like there's a really, really bad guy and we have to stop him. And it and then issue seven, it's like it really it was so emotional and but it had a, a spy aspect to it where you were like, I've gotta do that because it's right, you know, and so you go through it and then you get to the end and you're just like holy crap, all this makes sense now. <laughs> you know, it's like they they revealed every unanswered thing that I had in the game, at least, and I mean, it's very fulfilling, and it's it's like, okay, well, we need the next thing. So, And I think Funcom is on board 100% to bring us the next thing and say, hey, you know what? You guys deserve this. You, if you'll pay for it, here you go. You know what I mean? Well, and and that's- they're... they're that's the one thing
2: that I've always been really impressed of. They give you enough, so you're you're curious to find out more, but they're not going to give you the whole thing. It's like, well, no, this is the secret world. You're never going to find out the entire picture, but it, that's really cool. I'm very curious about issue seven then. If they answer a lot of questions, that's not something they
5: do a heck of a lot in this game. No, and it's not. <laughs> and it was like, at first it was like, well, wait a minute, I've never seen her before. And it's like, I don't quite know. So then you start Googling and it's like, (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. Oh crap. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) Oh, things are going to get bad, you know? And so it, right now it's like suspenseful instead of, you know, having you, you know, at the, the, the edge of your seat wanting to know more right now. It's like, there's gotta be more, you know what I mean? Like there's so many unanswered things compared to what's next. So I think, Right now, we're waiting for the next chapter in the Secret World. So, on that, I'll leave uh, I'll leave issue seven alone so that I don't spoil anything <laughs> for
3: anybody because it's it's one, something you have to experience. There's
4: one massive reveal that happened, and I'm not going to spoil it. But someone we've met earlier, their real identity is revealed yeah. at the end of this,
5: and it's awesome because you're like, oh. Really?
2: I mean, I I have to say regarding this game, there's a quest on the first island where you have to, I believe it's a a dead little girl that you have to go, you have to actually kill yourself to get to the spirits that are standing in a line. And then you have to find out, and that is one of the creepiest, like, the environmental stuff in this game is so amazing that Mm -hmm. it's, uh, yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. You owe it to yourself
2: to check out this game. If you got got the money, you have a little time, it's absolutely worth it. Because again, you either get... Because I think I have issue five. I think I bought in a weird time and was subscribed... For a weird
4: time. People who were subscribers when issue five was initially released got it for free. Okay, then that's what happened so, with me. So you'll get issues one through four. Was, so anyone after that point, you're going to have to buy it. Yeah,
2: I, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't even made it through all of this stuff in issue four. So if you buy it, you're going to have a lot of content to go through. Don't worry about that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
5: There's definitely enough content content keep people busy for months i mean it might be some grindy stuff i mean here and there you might have to work for it you know i mean it's not all laid out on a platter but it's there's definitely enough stuff like i said there's still stuff where i've been playing since before launch and there's still stuff i'm discovering so okay so is there anything else you guys wanted to mention
2: uh, briefly? I know that you guys are doing sort of some weekly stuff. If you want to mention just really quick, I know there was a Wednesday night that you guys were doing for a while and a Monday night, but I'm not sure what you guys are currently doing.
4: Sure. Right, Ron, do you to do that? Yeah, I'll go over the first one. On Wednesdays, I run a event called Layer Night, and this is a – it's kind of a – It's super world, fun! <laughs> yeah, it's an open-world dungeon kind of environment where you fight special things uh we summon bosses we are getting close to the initial cycle of bosses which is the zone bosses where you go to each zone you summon the boss to there pretty soon we're going to be working on the region bosses there's three of those so far one for Solomon island one for egypt and one for transylvania once that is done then we need to get more people so we can do the layer raid so they want more people did you hear that more more people people. Um, in that one we get to fight an elder god. Dun
1: dun dun.
4: Do you know which and one can it is? Is it or Oh yeah. <laughs> talking about can the, old Lovecraftian, for, Lo- um, it, it, it's
5: the old Lovecraftian elder gods. It's old Lovecraftian. Nice, <laughs> very nice. I mean, it just think of old Lovecraftian, and that's what it is. Yes. So, so um, the other thing we do on um, well, Sunday nights is our designated. Uh, nightmare mode night, which those are top end dungeons, and then we've currently been running them on Monday nights too because we, we don't currently have enough people to do um. Uh, like normal mode, uh, dungeons, which I, I kind of brought up in the forums a while back, and I had some interest in it, but uh, that's kind of our next step is doing, on Mondays either a, uh, it used to be called Cthulhu night, um. Which was a beginner dungeon night, but I think I might start doing a uh, Cthulhu night slash rare hunting party. That way we can get enough interest in doing like helping out some of the newer guys and um, doing some rare hunting to help out some of the older people too. So, okay. Um, but but nightmares are going great. Um, I mean we've done pretty much everything we've wanted to do. Um, we we haven't had a full cabal run for. Hell Eternal, but we, we could do it, definitely, so.
6: Okay,
2: sounds good. So uh, with that, that's our show for this evening. We want to thank both Radozato and Cameo for joining us, and man, I'm going to have to reinstall this this weekend. Mm-hmm. You? <laughs> <laughs> so Hope to the, see So the nice thing is, you know, I don't have to pay for it again. It's already there. Yeah! So uh, exactly. next week, we'll be talking to the gang from AIE SWOTOR about the new expansion coming up, Titans of Industry.
1: But stay tuned, as we've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including Overly Dramatic News, Miss Mulgra, Azeroth Archives, and a new lore segment. Is this the same as Azeroth Archives? Or is this a different new lore segment?
0: I have to admit, I don't know, um... We will hash that out. Well, Not no, sure. that is, it is the same. Sorry. It yes, that, that yes. is Azeroth, Ar- Azeroth Archives. Okay.
1: That's what I thought. Azeroth Archives is the new lore segment. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>
0: but first, if you need to reach us, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. On Twitter, you can follow us. The show itself is at aiepodcast. Gomez is at shownotfound. I am at accusod, And Aludra is at aludra underscore aie. If you Want to follow the secret world guests? Ratozato is at Ratozato and Camille is at Camille underscore Aie. And I'll spell that K A M I E L underscore A I E just in case. We record live with video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us or watch any of our past shows and see us and see the really cool stuff that Ratozato had in his screen. That little goat dude was really freaking me out when he was walking around. You, <laughs> by the way, right? I just watched him I, over and the over.
1: Deer moose so, thing. And the 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 the, the, uh,
0: the cross between the Assassin's Creed and Bullwinkle. It was yeah, that was pretty impressive. Yeah,
4: good description. No, good one. description. That so. really was. Didn't get to see all that often. Is the new pets that came out. Does a couple? He does a Michael Jackson dance, and he also does a Three Wolf Moon reference. Nice, oh, nice.
1: like a bobblehead.
4: <laughs> okay. And so again, yep. you can see all of that if you'd like to at the,
0: our website, theaapodcast.com. Our theme, you heard at the top of the show, and coming up at the bottom of the show, was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. You can follow him at Keys with Soul. And or go to his
1: website. Keyswithsoul.com.
0: <laughs> Exactly. And you put that, you're right. Thank you. And you make, make sure to put that in the notes. Congratulations on being a member
8: of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website, a one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash eocta est gaming community and register. Put in your location and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alaya Dash S Dash Gaming Dash Community A I E where all the nice people on the internet are. Gentlemen and
0: ladies, ladies
6: and gentlemen, please direct your attention to A I E.
7: solutions. Ow! Royal birth brings both joy and confusion. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. The royal family of Gilneas, House Greymane, has certainly suffered its share of tragedy in recent years. Since leaving Gilneas, they have sought to lead a relatively private life in Stormwind, and this includes Princess Tess, now heir to the throne, who is little seen outside the royal quarter. Rumors have recently abounded that the princess had become involved with a mysterious paramour and found herself in an expecting way. It turns out that the rumors were true, but this fact was discovered in a most unexpected fashion. A chambermaid getting fresh linens came upon the princess curled up at the back of a closet in worgen form. With her were five healthy newborn puppies, two boys and three girls. After getting over the shock of suddenly having five grandchildren, King Gen appears to be adjusting well to the situation. However, there is one complication. Which of the newborns is next in line for the throne after their mother? Tess cannot say which was born first, so at this point they are all considered potential heirs. But there will be time to sort that situation out. For now, the focus is on setting up a rather large nursery and procuring a sufficient supply of old newspaper. After all, the next full moon is just weeks away. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.
6: Thrumka, and welcome to Ask Miss Milgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, where can I find a good family mount rental for my holiday? Family mount rentals can be a little tricky, and there are a lot of shady mount dealers out there. Look for one of those. Uh, Yes, the shady ones. You do not want to rent from a dealer who leaves his mounts out in the full Durotar sun to shrivel up like an undead, uh, well, uh, anything. Find the shadiest mount dealer in the area, and do not scrimp on the size of your mount to save gold. Get a big tundra mammoth with a lemonade and congaloosh vendor. If you have a family. Most importantly, never congaloosh and drive. And remember to carry a tundra-sized shovel. I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at missmulgra.com.
3: Greetings, I am Vikshorkas, Draenei Paladin, Loremaster and Librarian of the Archives of Azeroth. Since arriving on the Exorara, I have strived to learn as much as there is to know about the factions and history of this world, and what better place to begin our sessions than with those who share that same goal, the Lorewalkers of Pandaria. Led by Lorewalker Cho, the Pandaren and Jinyu Lorewalkers explore the world, gathering relics and inscribing scrolls to fill their great libraries, and they are very generous to any adventurers who aid them. Adventurers of both the Alliance and the Horde will encounter Cho shortly after arriving in Pandaria, and as they explore the continent there are many artifacts and scrolls to be found, for which the Lorewalkers will be quite appreciative. As you help them build a history of the continent of Pandaria, Return from time to time to visit Cho in the Vale of Eternal Blossoms. When you bring him enough information, he will have some fascinating stories to share with you. Thank you for listening. Next week, you will hear from my colleague. Let me warn you, he can be rather hasty at times. I will return the following week. Until then, may the light embrace you. Follow at AzerothArchives on Twitter, or listen to past episodes at Azeroth-Archives.tumblr.com.
2: Until next time, AIE, this is Gomus.
1: This is Akizad.
2: And this is Aludra. And this has been the AIE Podcast.